Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. Hey, let's just go right in this thing, man. I'll tell you, it was kind of funny. I was kind of like, you know, I'm in the Christmas, I'm in this Christmas mode like everybody else. And you know what I mean by that. Like we're just getting ready, you know, to get it over. And I was like, man, you know, I really wanted to talk about some of this stuff. And um, I started thinking about the benefit of Christ's life. I mean, there's so many, but especially this time of year, you know. And man, it just hit me. And it was Acts, Acts chapter 1 really just hit me. And I want you to go with me to Acts chapter 1. Um, and you could see, you could start with verse, you know, we could start with verse 4, Acts 1, 4 if we want. You know what I mean? I, I give them a little bit more. They were assembled together, and he, and he commanded them that they shouldn't not depart out of Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which he said they would have. John truly baptized with water, but he shall baptize with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. When they therefore were come together, saying, well, this is the time to restore the kingdom of Israel. And he said, it's not for you to know the times and the seasons that God is in his power. But look at verse 8. But you shall receive power. Mm. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you shall be a witness unto me both in Jerusalem and Judea, Smyrna, and all the other post parts of the earth. Verse 9 is really cool. It said, when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up in a cloud, and they received him out of their sight. Man, ain't that something else? And Jesus leaves them the Holy Ghost and then leaves the earth. Now, I don't know about you. The minute I saw that, I just caught it. I said, well, man, I guess the Holy Ghost is enough because Jesus isn't going to leave me here. You know, Jesus isn't going to leave me here without the availability of accessing him. So obviously he thinks this access we got from him is, is the most important with the Holy Spirit, is the most important communication we could have because if Jesus felt comfortable leaving me and you in the hands of the Holy Spirit, we should be comfortable in embracing the relationship. Now look at Acts 2 and 1. Just so I give him a little bit more to kind of meditate on with this. Acts 2, 1 through 4, you all know it. Praise the Lord, Amen. You know, and I think one of the cool things about this was that Jesus, Jesus, man, he got us, he got us in this thing where we start seeing the power of the Holy Spirit in a greater way. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all there with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. It filled the house where they were sitting. And there appeared in them cloven tongues like as fire. And it sat on each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. Come on, somebody. And began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. I don't know about you, but man, they all got filled. And what? Began to speak with other tongues. And ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost come upon you, and you shall be a witness. I want to talk to you today about being endued with power from on high. That's what Jesus said. Now, what is this dunamis power he's talking about? Now, one of the things I want you to see in Acts 1-8, he 
He said this, and you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost comes upon you, and you shall be a witness. Now, being a witness is awesome, and I think that's great, but I want you to understand, and ye shall receive what? Power. Woo! How many ready for power? What kind of power? Well, he said this, it's a force. Now, this is what I want you to understand about this power. You shall receive power after the Holy Ghost comes upon you. Now, we want you to know that you've been filled with the Holy Spirit, okay, the minute you got born again. And a lot of you have been baptized with the Holy Spirit, with the evidence of praying in tongues. That's what he's talking about in 2 and 4. But here's what happens is, when you take the time to start praying in the Spirit, what's in you will come upon you. And when that power starts coming upon you again, it's going to give you spiritual force to take on areas of life. Now, some of the benefits of what I'm going to say to you, not only just being a witness, but some of the benefits you're going to receive from praying in the Spirit, having the Holy Spirit, number one, and then praying in the Spirit is this. The whole, having the Holy Spirit in an indwelling presence is awesome Praying in the Spirit allows the indwelling presence of God in me to come upon me. Now, that is very important. And you shall receive dunamis power after you get the Holy Ghost. So where is this dunamis power right now? It's in you. Okay? That is the word. That's the word we get dynamite from. We got dynamite power inside of you. Well, what does dynamite do? Blow stuff up. Amen? So you have a spiritual force inside of you. Now, here's my question, okay? Now, if you've got this spiritual force inside of you, okay, you can be making decisions in a different way. But how many of you know, as you start to yield and surrender to this spiritual force in you by praying in the Spirit, you're going to start releasing force in your life in areas you don't even know you need to change in, okay? This is why it's so important for you and me to take the time to give ourselves over to this supernatural ability inside of us. It is a force. What is this dunamis word? It is a force. It is the ability. Now, now these are, this is the 1411, Okay? Being serious with you now, this is important. This is a very important message tonight. That's why I need you to share it. Thank you for sharing, okay? This 1411 due to Miss Power, where we get this word from, is all tied in, uh, I'm going to give you the word study. It is, number one, it's a force. Well, what is a force? It is a power to come against opposition in your life. Now, just write these down, okay? Now, Having the Holy Spirit is one thing. Praying in the Spirit is another thing. And allowing your prayer time of praying in the Spirit to allow the Spirit of God to not just be within you, but to come upon you. Now, it comes upon you when you pray. It comes upon you through manifestations of the Holy Spirit. But I mean, you know, the more understanding you have of what you have, the more it can kick into gear to work for your life. So this indwelling presence is a force. It is the ability, write these down. Now, now this is why Wednesday, yeah, I really like 
the idea of you taking notes, because I think it's important, take out your phone. It is miraculous ability that releases power in your situations. Okay? It is miraculous ability releasing power in your situation. It is the implication of a miracle itself. That's good stuff, man. Did you get that? It is miraculous ability being released in your situations. Miraculous releasing of power. Miraculous releasing of ability. And it's usually through the implication of the miracle itself. So now you're saying, where's this miracle working power? It's in me. Where is this force? It's in me in the present. And you shall receive power. What was the power? Dunamis, dynamite, miracle working power when the Holy Ghost comes upon you. Now watch this. Now the man, now this is very important. So Pastor Chris, what you're saying is praying in tongues. No, I'm not just saying praying in tongues. How about the spoken word from the Holy Spirit within releases power through you? It's connectivity. Thinking Holy Spirit thoughts releases power in your mind. I'm going to show it to you. Because remember he says, love, power, and a sound mind. Power to disconnect wrong thinking from off your life comes from the Holy Spirit. That's a miracle. Some of these miracles are internal. Some of them are external. In January, we're going to be talking about breaking the barrier of the soul. Powerful stuff, man. 2022 is going to be off the charts. We're going to be starting off with deep, deep pillars, foundational pillars of the Holy Spirit. Man, I'm telling you, man, if this is the platform, we're, he's going to, God usually drives it deep, and then he builds the platform up. So we go down into the, into the spirit realm, and then we pull it up. You know what I mean? Because we're going to break the barriers of the soul. It's going to be powerful. I'm explaining to you about everything you think you're taught. It's really good. I've been getting it little by little, been jotting it down, but I'm excited about it. So did you get that? Miraculous releasing power. So how about God miraculously releases this power internally? You could receive something. You know what I'm saying? You ever receive something from God and release power in your natural life? You better believe it, right? Yeah, write this down. This power gives you ability. Write that down. Ability for what? Ability for everything you need. Power, strength, might. If you really had to write a definition of dudamis, it's strength, power, or ability. Okay? The root word in the English would almost be dynamite, dynamo, dynamic. Do you ever, you ever hear somebody say like, oh, that person's a real dynamo? They're just like, you know, they're high, they're high energy, right? That, that person's dynamic. You ever hear that terminology? Man, that's dynamic. How about we get the word dynamite? What's that mean? Blowing stuff up. Amen? That's the same word. He gave you dynamite, miracle, word, endued with power from on high. Strength, power, ability. How many of you know you got strength, power, and ability? for? That's their definition. Okay? So you've inherited power and power for the Holy Spirit. That's why these things all make sense. He, you know, greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Holy Spirit. I can do all things through the Holy Spirit who strengthens me. Christ in me. You know what I mean? Stop thinking you don't have tremendous miracle working power available. You don't got to look for it. It's in you. You don't have to fall out of the sky. It's in you. Okay? This power is residing 
in you and me, in our virtue and in our nature, because the Holy Spirit is in us. So he, the Holy Spirit in the person, is going to exert or put forth this energy, this dynamo working power. So the Holy Spirit is filled with power. And you shall receive power when you, and what do we get? We've got the authority. Now, Kenneth Hagin wrote a great book, The Believer's Authority. Everybody should read it. He talks about, he talks about delegated authority. Delegated authority means God, it's like a police officer. God has given you the ability to use his authority. Does that make sense? So the police officer has the jurisdiction of the city, the state. That's why, like, you know, it's funny, like, I say this a lot, you know, but if you're a city officer, you've only got so much jurisdiction, right? If you're a sheriff, you know, a city, like, if you're in Daytona Beach, we're in Daytona Beach, Florida. You, uh, Daytona, we have a couple, right? Daytona Beach um, officers, right, they have jurisdiction in, in, the, in the city of Daytona Beach. So if you're a sheriff, you got the county. See what I'm saying? If you're if you're if you're if you're FBI, federal, CIA, see it? Next thing you know, well, you got authority from heaven. You're a Christian. So now everything that God said is under my authority. Why not? He had no problem giving me his power. It's his power, my authority. My authority with his power. His power is only as good as my authority. My authority is only as good as his power. There you go. So the better understanding you and I have of the power of God that he's given us, the understanding we have of the authority he's given us, the greater opportunity we're going to have to be successful. Is that okay? Look at John 14, 8. We're going to read this. Very important. Because Philip couldn't figure it out. He said, hey, look, if you could show us the Father, we'd be happy. Jesus said to him, I've been with you so long. You don't know me by now, Philip? You've seen, you've, you, you've seen the Father? He said, hath thou seen me? Hath thou seen the Father? How's, how are you saying show me the Father? He said, he that has seen me, he saw my father. Jesus made himself one with the father. You can make yourself one with Jesus. He that hath seen me, hath seen my father. How you saying show me him? If I showed you me, I showed you him. Man, shouldn't that be our testimony? Believe thou not that I am in the Father and the Father in me. The words that I speak in you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he do the works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me, or else believe me for the very work's sake. Verily, verily, I say to you, he that believeth on me the works that I do, shall he do also in greater works than these shall he do. Because I go into my father. Remember, Jesus said, I'm gone. I went back to my father. He left all. What do you mean? We can do it. And whatsoever you ask in my name, that will I do that my father may be glorified. If you ask anything in my name, I'll do it. The action sides of Jesus. He said, Greater works. How many of you know greater works? So write this down. He gave you miracle performing power. 
That's your, that's your nugget. Did he just say that? Greater works will you do? Go for it. Power for performing miracles. Now here's a, you want to see the most freeing thing with this? It's not my power. Seriously, you want to know what I, I've learned? I can help you. Let me say it like this. It's not my power and it wasn't my desire. It was his power and it was his desire. And once I read it, I said, well, if it's, if it's what he wants, why wouldn't we do it? Now, that could sound really weird. But think about what I said. It's not my power and it wasn't my desire. I didn't know go lay hands on the sick. What do I know? But once he showed me his power and his desire, it should become yours. It wasn't my idea, lay hands on the sick, sick recover. I thought it was kind of weird when I first read it. I was like, that don't make no sense. You see what I'm saying? So when you look at it, you go, I didn't, get, I didn't become a Christian and go, oh, wow, I want to go do this. I read that it was his passion, his promise, his desire, his thing. And because I knew it was his thing, I made it my thing. That was the first sermon I ever preached. It was John 14, preached in a lab class. John 14, 8, I called it Work the Works. John 14, 12. It was based on John 14. Greater works will you do. He, told him, he said, go, they're his works. They weren't my ideas. See what I'm saying? So if you really understand this, if you really become submitted to the word of God, you go for it. You know what I mean? Because it, it wasn't my idea. It was his idea. Okay, so here's a big one. Ready? This is a big one. Write this down. Moral, this power produces moral ability and excellence of soul. I love that. Write that down. Moral ability and excellence of soul. That was really profound. What do you mean? Moral ability. How many of you know you do not have ability to overcome immorality until you receive the Holy Spirit? So that life you're trying to live without the Holy Spirit and yielding to him, you can't do it. And the problem with a lot of you are doing right now is Galatians chapter 3. Who has bewitched you that you started in the spirit, but now you're trying to double down and think you're going to produce this stuff in the flesh? You're crazy, man. You can't do it. You got to have the power of God. You want to see it? Look at Romans 7.22. Then I'm going to take you to this other place. You got Romans 7.22? This is really good, right? Now, because I'm going I'm to give you that. Yeah, I like that one too. Because, um, And then right after that, I want to go look at... Um, 2 Corinthians 12, uh, 9, right after that. I want to show you something here. Okay, you all right with this? This is really, really good, so listen to this. I've never said this before to you. So moral ability, remember I gave you uh, Romans seven twenty two passion? Moral, everybody say moral ability, which produces excellency of soul. What does that mean? Soul power. Now look what he says. This is so good in the passion. I'm going to read it slow. Truly, deeply within my true identity, I love to do what pleases God. But I discern another power operating in my humanity, waging a war against the moral principles of my conscience. Isn't that good? So I got this moral conscience, like, man, I don't want to do this, but I can't seem to have the power to do it. What do you mean? This, but I discern a, another power operating against my humanity or my moral compass, 
my moral principles, my conscience, bringing me into captivity as a prisoner of the law or to the law of sin, this unwelcome intruder in my humanity. That is so good. Look what he says in 24. What an agonizing situation I'm in. Remember when you were lost and you couldn't get out? Remember when you were like, oh, God, I'm never going to do this again, and you did it anyway? Oh, God, you know, I'm never doing that again. God, I'm, you know, I used to have, I had people in here that were funny, and they used to party, you know, and they were like, I used to promise God I'd never do this again and the next day, and you know, the next night I was out partying. You know what I mean? Oh, God, if you just get me out of trouble. I had, I had thieves. I, had, I, had, I got guys that were like really good thieves. I'm serious, man. I'm, like, I don't, I'm not proud of it, but I mean really, really good, like professionals, like really good. And I was laughing, and I was like, Oh, my God, like, you know, like, getting, like, crazy stories. like, And they're all legit, all true. Like, you know, Rob did, got shot at. I'm like, what are you, like, a movie for crying out loud? I was like, you live this? Like, how did you not go crazy? Like, dude, it's a miracle I'm even alive. And I said, what an agonizing situation I'm in. Make Right? You think, like, I was agonizing. You were too. I was too, right? I'm like, oh, my God, I'm trying to live it right. I can't do it, right? Now, this is why Galatians 3, I might even go there too in a minute. So who has the power to rescue this miserable man? from the unwelcome intruder of sin and death. Man, is that not strong? Did we not find a scripture here that makes you want to go, ooh. Now watch this. I give all my thanks to God for his mighty power has finally provided a way out through our Lord Jesus, the anointed one. So if left to myself, the flesh is what? Aligned with the law of sin but now renewed mind, my renewed mind is fixed on and submitted to God's righteous principles. See that? He's saying, man, I have the ability. The old guy didn't have the ability to live this life. He was bound, but the new guy's got the power to stay free. This is why you don't have to be bound. People don't realize this. You're choosing to stay bound because you've got to get your mind fixed right. This is really cool. I've been using this scripture for years, but I want you to take it for this. Look at this 2 Corinthians. Look at this 2 Corinthians 12.9. Okay? Y'all know this one because I use this, right? He said, he prayed, believe God, right? But he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness so that Christ's power may rest on me. Remember we used this scripture forever? Paul said, hey, look, I got this angel from Satan buffeting me blow after blow after blow after blow. I'm trying to get out of this. How do I get out? And God didn't answer his prayer, right? He said, my grace will be sufficient. But here's the thing. For my what? My dunamis. That's that word. My dunamis is made perfect in your weakness. What's that mean? When I'm at my weakness, I'm at my best. Because then his power kicks in. You see it? That's what he's saying. He's saying, Paul, I'm not bailing you out, baby. I'm not doing it. And the apostle's going, why, bro? Get me out. I don't, I can't. I want to get out. And he's like, no, you don't realize. If you could just stay in this thing and go, but I can't beat the buffeting. I don't need you to beat it. I need you to get to a spot where you understand that when you're at your weakest in the natural, you're at the best of my strength. In dunamis working power. And he made him greater than the situation. You see how it worked? It was dunamis kicked in. So when you're at the end, dunamis kicked in. Here's the big one. I think we should look at that Galatians 3. Because I, I think 
you know, the funny thing about this is he, he kind of rebukes them in verse 3 and 1. He kind of gets them understanding. Go to Galatians 3 and 1 because he's really talking about the law of the works, and he tries to explain it. And look, I love what he says. We can read it in this translation, but let's just read it in King James, and it'll make sense. Oh, foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? Right? He's saying, who's tricking you, man, that you should not obey the truth before Jesus you've seen with your own eyes, whose eyes you saw, and you have been evidently set for a crucifying. This only what I learned. Right? Look at verse 2 of you. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? And so now you've begun in the Spirit, but now you're going to be made perfect in the flesh? Have you suffered so many things in vain? Look at verse 5. He that ministered to you the Spirit and worketh miracles among you. Did he do it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? And then he goes on to say, even Abraham got it right by faith. What is he trying to say? You cannot perfect your life. You, listen, guys, you're not going to be able to perfect your life, okay, in the flesh. You, don't, you can't do it in your own strength is what I'm saying. You got it, you got it, you, you're not going to do it by this. Look, 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 look at Galatians 3, 3 and the passion. Let them see 3, 4, and 5, okay? Because you need the Holy Spirit. What's the, who's the Holy Spirit? He's the dunamis. And you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. So the Holy Spirit is seeing. The Holy Spirit is knowing. The Holy Spirit is showing you things to come, but he's the power side of God. See, he is, the Holy Spirit in person is the Godhead encapsulated. So he's wisdom, he's knowledge, he's revelation, he's power. He is the power of God. He was with God in the beginning when God, he hovered above the earth when God was creating the heavens and the earth. He went and did. You're saying? Now, if you could explain the Trinity, God bless you, I wouldn't even start to try, so whatever. I'm just going to believe it and go with it. But some genius out there could try to tell you. But, you know what I mean? And I say that sarcastically because how are you going to explain that? How can you really properly explain the Trinity? Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Like, God was there in the beginning, and the Holy Spirit was there, and when God spoke, the Holy Spirit moved and hovered over the earth and created. Yeah, he did. How can you calculate that naturally? You just got to believe it. You know what I'm saying? So now here's what he says. Look what he says in 3.3 in the Passion. Your new life, and he, who's the anointed one? Jesus. Begin with the Holy Spirit giving you a new birth. Why then? Would you so foolishly turn to living in the spirit by trying to finish your own works? You see what he's saying? You got to use this dunamis power, man. You got to think dunamis thoughts. Now, I'm not kicking this thing around like dunamis, dunamis, dunamis. What am I trying to get you to see? When you receive the Holy Spirit, you're going to receive power to think right. You're going to get power to speak right. You're going to have power to act right. You're not bound by sin no more. No, you're not. You got power over sin. You got power over your thinking. You got power over your mouth. You got power over your body. You don't have to be addicted to nothing. That's nonsense. Yeah, I'm going to say something. You ain't going to like it. You're choosing to stay addicted. <clears throat> so Pastor Chris, man, there ain't no budging you. No, there's not. You choose to stay addicted if you've got the Holy Spirit. You're making a choice to stay there. I had the best. Listen, there's. I, I'm telling you, this is. This is sad, but it's true. I had one of the best dope smokers I ever seen in my life get delivered in our ministry. And I was like, I couldn't understand this guy. I did not understand this guy. 
the last time I prayed for him after he'd been up for five days or some crazy thing, I said, dude, you were free. He goes, I was free. He goes, but I was scared to live free, so I went back and did it again. I said, I get it. Makes sense. Because I told him, I said, you were scared, that's why. He said, yeah, I went back and did it. I said, were you free? He goes, absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt. I said, did you have to go back? He said, no. He said, I chose to go back. I said, I know. I told him all this, then he told me it. I said, you, you, you were afraid. Because most, most people stuck in addiction are afraid to be free because they tried to be free so many times and never worked. Why should this time be any different? So they never try. It's a vicious cycle. You know what I mean? I can help you. But here's what I want you to know. You're not going to finish anything by your own effort. You see it? Telling you, man. So don't go kicking it in your own strength and think you're going to do it. But to whom the Son sets free is free indeed. You know what he said made you free? The Word. You're free now from the Word that was spoken. So if the Word of God made you free, that same Word you hang on will keep you free. So look at four. Have you endured all these trials and persecutions for nothing? Let me ask you again. What does the lavish supply of the Holy Spirit in your life and the miracles of God's tremendous power have to do with you keeping religious laws? You see it? He said, I gave you Holy Spirit and miracle work and tremendous power inside of you. Now, what do you think? Just keeping formality is going to keep you free? What's he saying? Kick it in gear. He's talking flesh and spirit is what he's talking. He said, you're going to do this thing in the spirit, you're going to do it in the flesh. The works of the Lord are the flesh. The Holy Spirit is poured out upon us through the revelation and power of faith, not by keeping the law. He was saying, religious mindset or flesh is not going to create this thing. You got to stay over in the spirit to stay free. Why did I tell you that? Because here's what you got to understand. He gave you and me power to do what? To prosper in every area. Power to overcome. Power to achieve. Power to be able. Power to be capable. Power to constantly overcome. Power to always have the ability. Power to produce the necessary accomplishments needed in life. He gave you this power in the Holy Spirit. It's in you. Look. Look at this. Look, I'm not done. Philippians 4, 11 and 12, passion. You're going to love it, man. I'm telling you, it's life-changing. If you could pull this up, you see what I'm saying? So lean on the power. So how do I lean on it? Get the Holy Spirit's thoughts. That's the word of God. Get the tongues flowing, man. You got to pray in the spirit. You got to pray in the spirit. Man, I don't know about praying in the Holy Ghost. My grandma told me it wasn't the will of God. Your grandma don't know what she's talking about, all right? The Holy Spirit's for today. The Holy Spirit's for you. And the devil's the only one that wants you praying in the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. You said, Pastor Chris, do I have to pray in the Holy Ghost? Yes. You have to pray in the Holy Ghost. Unless you're going to be a weak Christian. Weak Christians get beat up. Weak Christians. Now, you understand I'm being a little extreme. Are you going to go to heaven without praying? Yes. But you want to be strong in the Lord and the power of his might? Or you want to be like a little baby Christian getting pushed around by the devil? You say, Pastor Chris, the devil push you around? No. You ever get bad thoughts? I cast them down. Pastor Chris, 
You cast out devils? Yeah, I cast devils out. So I don't see this stuff. I see it all the time. Well, Pastor Chris, why? Why we got to be like this? Because what are you going to be, the, 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 the church of no power in the earth? And the worse it gets, the more you got to go over. How in the heaven are you going to, man, let me tell you right here now. Half the Christians you and I know do not have spiritual power and strength to overcome the enemy. They just maintain in life. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. Stop lying on yourself. You know it's true. You know it's true. And, I, and then this is what I get. I always get somebody and say, well, what do you think about the, what do you think about the other preachers? What do you think about the other preachers? And everybody wants to go get mad. I said, they're fulfilling their assignment. If you're a soul winner, go be a soul winner. I love all of them, every one of them. And I'm not picking on them. I love them. Somebody brought up somebody the other day. I said, I love that guy. I love that guy. He's the best. I listen to him. I love him. Well, you know, you got to know your assignment in the body of Christ. My assignment is you. I'm raising up strong, spirit-filled, dominating Christians in the earth. It's part of my DNA. It's part of what I've been set up to do. From 2022, you better get ready. I'm about ready. This place is going to go over the top in the Holy Ghost because he comes in here. Doesn't he evade on Sundays when we're in here? He came last Sunday. Did you feel him coming here? Did you see Sunday when he came in here? He comes in here. He just, you know, he messes up my sermons all the time, the Holy Spirit. I love it. I, I'm not, and it's not, people think, oh, it's, it's not. Because I've seen guys, I've seen guys get real quiet. Like, oh, it's quiet. And I don't feel jack. You come in here, man, he comes in through the wall, or I don't know where he comes from, falls out of the sky, or he just shows up, and here he is, he's here. Man, take that stuff home with you. Tell your husband, you're not going to act wacky around me no more. Tell your family, this wackiness is over. Tell the devil, no, I bind you. I bind you. You're not going to play with my mind like that. I bind you. I bind you. You're not going to give me the image like that. I'm not going to believe your lies about me. You got to get an authority. You got no spiritual strength. Because we're weak. Oh, I don't want to pray in tongues. You watch stupid Netflix all day. You got 90 miles of that garbage on your thing. Some kid the other day told me, let's play 5,000 hours. I don't know, some stupid amount of time playing video games. I was like, I don't mind you playing video games, but God Almighty, put some time in the Word. But you can do this. You can, oh, you can watch nine hours of Netflix, some stupid nonsense for nine hours, some stupid idiotic TV learning nothing, and you can't pray in the Spirit for 10 minutes a day? You're a flaco. You better stop being a flake. Flaky thing. I feel like Brother Norval right now. Philippians 4.11. Do you hear me? Yeah, I love you. Pastor Chris, you love me. Yeah, I love you. Why do you think I go pray in tongues with you five minutes a day? And I don't, I don't have the app yet. What does it matter with you? Get the app. I had to tell one of my partners uh, that I said, go to the store. I told him that he's probably watching. I hope he is. I said, if you, you go take that phone, do you, you pay for this service for this stuff? Go to the store and say, what's the matter with this dumb phone and don't do it? He told me the other day, he said, I went and got it fixed. He said, I brought it in the store. They fixed it. You pay for this stuff. You can't get it on there. And if you don't know how, ask the kid in this church next to you for crying out loud. They know how to do it. I don't even, know, I don't even do half my stuff. I give it to the kids. Here, put that thing on there. Do this. They do it. I get notifications. So Pastor Chris said, I don't want to pray in tongues with you every day. That's because you got devils in your head. Why in the world, who's stopping you from praying in tongues with me five minutes a day? I'm probably laughing. So if, I'm, if I'm watching, you know, I'm online watching with you, I'm, I got laughy faces all day long. Because I preach this pre-advanced. People actually, somebody said, you're supposed to be in the church. I was going to think I'd come down there on Wednesday and just sit in the church and shoot this thing for you. 
No, I get all juiced up during the week, and then I bring you this stuff, and then I, I sit there and listen too. So this way I can this way I can bug you with the thing. I got my little hearts and emojis, and I'm laughing right now. Why? Oh, I don't want to pray in tongues with you five minutes a day. That's because you got devils in your head, lying to you, lying devils. Okay, let me ask a question. Let's take a test. Let's take a test. How many like tests? You like tests? Okay, let's take let's take a test. Who do you think would not want you? Praying in tongues with me five minutes a day. God or the devil? Let's try it. One is God. Two is the devil. Let's take a test online. Okay? Now somebody's going to put one because they're dumb. Okay? Let me do it again. Okay? Real slow so you really understand. Okay? I love you, but just listen. Pay attention. Don't be quick to answer. Right? So you're going to pray with me five minutes a day or by yourself ten minutes a day in tongues. In tongues. Who do you think would want you to pray with me? God would definitely. So who do you think would not want you? Let's just do that, okay? So you get it? So to, who do you think was the only one that wouldn't want you praying in tongues with me? It ain't God, baby. So wouldn't that make you ask, well, what side of me is trying to stop me? Because I want to. I got to want to. You got to let that power kick in. You know how you do? You yield to it. You do it anyway. And then once you start doing it anyway, power starts showing up to make you want to do it. Did you get that? Now, I know I'm a little rough with you sometimes, but you like it. It's Christmas anyway. Praise be to God. So be, be sweet. But you know what I'm saying. Like, why in the world? I'm not telling you this. Because I'm in need. Look what he says in verse 11. I'm not telling you this because I'm in need, for I've learned to be satisfied in any circumstance. That's good. I know what it means to lack, and I know what it means to experience overwhelming abundance, for I'm trained. Now look at this, look at this, look at this, look at this. For I'm trained in the secret of overcoming all things. What you mean that you're trained in the secret to overcome all things? Whether in fullness or in hunger, I find that the strength of Christ, explosive power, infuses me to conquer every difficulty. Did you get that? Okay, uh, what do you mean? What, what, what do you mean? You've been trained in this secret to overcome all things? Hey, Apostle Paul, you want to let me in on the secret? You want to let me in on the secret of what it is? He said, yeah. He said, oh, my God. Pop that back up there, will you? That, that 412, this thing's so good. Uh, where do I find these things, man? I'm telling you really seriously. Like, for, So Paul says, yeah, I know what to do. I've been trained in the secret of overcoming all things. So Apostle Paul's going, look, I got a secret in what I trained to overcome in all things. Well, that's cool. What's the secret? I found out this. This is the secret that I found out, that the strength of Christ's explosive power, that's the dunamis, infuses me to conquer every difficulty. That's the dunamis. That's the dunamis power. That's the miracle-working power. That's the supernatural power. That's the ability of me. Waiting to be released in my situations and circumstances. That's miracle-working power. It's in you. Apostle Paul said, I just figured out how to tap in. Now look at 2 Timothy 1 and 7, King James real slow. Now it's going to make sense because it's internal. But what's internal will come upon you. But look what he says. Same word. 
for the Spirit of God, come on, gave us, right? For the Spirit of God, you see that there? For God has not given us the spirit of fear, right? But of love, power, and a sound mind. I got this translation. For the Spirit of God gave, the Spirit that God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self discipline. I don't really care about that one. Here's what it is For God gives us power, love, and a sound mind. What do you mean God gave you power, love, and a sound mind? The Spirit of God gave you power. What do you mean he gave you dunamis power? What in the heaven is dunamis power? It's the power that gives you the ability to love. It's the power that gives you the ability to have a sound mind. He gave you power. So here's what I'm saying. So now this power works internally. This power comes on me externally. And this power works in my life in every area. But here's the thing. You got to know you got it. He gave you power. 2 Peter 1.3. Look at this one. Last scripture. 2 Peter 1.3. This is this power. According as his divine power hath given unto us what? All things that pertain unto life and to godliness. Through these what? Through the knowledge of him is called us by his own glory and goodness and virtue. As divine power has given us everything. So you got it. So now here's what you got to start doing. I got power for a sound mind. So watch this. And you shall receive the Holy Ghost. You receive power when the Holy Ghost comes upon you. You got the Holy Ghost living within you. So now you got power to refuse the negative thoughts. You got power to refuse the negative ideas. You got power to overcome the negative circumstances. You got power to resist against the opposition of the enemy. You got power in every area of your life. You got power to cast down thoughts. You got power to overcome addiction. You got power to tell your body no. You got power to tell your mouth shut up. You got power to tell your mind think like this. You got power, power, power in every area. What's the problem with the Christian? Short-circuiting the power, trying to do this in your own strength. The tools that God gave you to move in this power be given to you and me in the word of God. So what is it all about? Well, I'm glad you asked. We do not, listen to this, we do not live this Christian life in our own power. Now, here's what I want to, I'm going to read this to you, okay? Okay? Deutimus is not just any power. It's miracle-working power, marvelous power, supernatural power, okay? Okay? It's power within you, virtue. We do not live the Christian life in our own power. That's what Apostle Paul said. He said, look, he said, man, I'm tapping into power of God. I can't do this on my own. But in God's power, it is God's ability that makes us able to accomplish anything. And apart from him, we can't do nothing. That's the power of grace. Okay? The Holy Spirit will come and power has come on you. Deutimus, miracle, working, power. So what do we start doing? Number one, you start getting a revelation that power is in me to overcome. Now that's big because here's the thing. Everybody starts doing this. How am I going to overcome? Man, it's in you. You ain't got to go looking far. It's in you. The Holy Spirit's in you. He's got the power to overcome the thinking, the speaking, the attacks of the enemy. I love that thing. And just when you think you're the weakest, you might just become the strongest because that's what he said. He said, in your weakness, you're made strong. That's when power shows up. 
Man, I'm telling you, we got power from on high to live this life on earth. Look at this. What is it? It's a force. It's miraculous power. It's ability given to you each and every day to overcome. So what do we got to do? How do we activate the power? Praying in the Holy Ghost. How do, we, how do we put a demand on the power? Put a demand on the Word of God. Where is the power? It's in us. You have received power. He's living in you, the power plant. And when you pray in tongues, you're stirring that power up. You're stirring that ability up. The word refers to strength, power, and ability. It's the root word, dynamite, dynamo, dynamic. That's dynamic, dynamite, working power on the inside of you. Strength, power, and ability. So now tomorrow, when you face the challenges of the earth, remember this. I've got power. What? I got strength, I got power, and I got ability to chase, chase tomorrow. I'm telling you, man, not only just change it, but chase the problems away. Stop living like a Christian that is defeated in the earth. You are the triumphant church, and we triumph through the power that he gave us. Work with this dunamis power, amen? Now listen, we're in, we're in this holiday season, and why I'm excited about this is this. What did we receive? We received a lot, man. You know what I'm saying? Jesus' birth just didn't stop with, oh, God, a baby in a manger. We received power from on high to live the life in the earth. So tap into this power. So all month long, I want you stirring up this power. I want you meditating on the power. I want you walking and operating in the power. I want you to pray in the spirit about the power of God. And I want you to be conscious of the power of God. And the thing that's good about this sermon is this. Now you're conscious of dunamis power. We're living in me, working in me, getting ready to explode on some of my situations. Remember this. Next time a problem arises, know that miracle, working, explosive, dynamic power is getting ready to be released against the oppositions internally and externally. And that is one of the awesome things because you got to lean on that word because people lean on reason too much. Don't lean on no reason. Lean on the word. The word will lead you to victory. Amen? Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for each and every person at the sound of my voice that's hearing what I'm saying today. We're walking in power. We're walking in dunamis. We're walking in supernatural ability. Let this power... The same power that rose Christ Jesus from the dead, resurrection power, is in me and you, giving us victory over every single situation and circumstance the enemy may have. Thank you that we are eternally victorious because of what you've done for us in life, on the cross, in resurrection, and in sending us the Holy Spirit. We believe it, and we receive it. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Listen, guys, I love you. Don't forget, stay constantly updated about what's going on. We're getting ready to finish the year strong, and then we'll be taking the 21 days of fasting and praying January. We are pressing in to everything that God has. It's going to be a powerful 2022. I really believe it. I'm really excited about it. I got a series that I'm going to be preaching all month long, taking us and leading us in, breaking the barrier, breaking the soul barrier. I love it. It's been stirring in me, man. We're going to break through the barrier of the soul, and we're going to step over to the realm of the spirit greater than ever before. It's going to be an awesome month, so just press through. We're pressing. I'm going to see you Sunday here. Don't forget, man, we're in the joy of Christmas, man. We're going to be having a great time, talking about a lot of great, and it's not going to be just, you know, just stuff. We're going to be talking about serious stuff about what this month is all about, not just about, um, you know, just the holiday. We're beyond the holiday. 
we're going to be talking about our Savior and understanding the results that he's produced in our life because of his sacrifice. It's going to be an awesome time to be around. I love you guys. I'll see you soon, and I'll see you Sunday 9 and 1030. See you then. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. And as always, welcome home.